The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On today's episode, we'll be talking about NXT UK and what happened last night, although it's, it's I, I don't know if they're going to have like a proper send-off episode. Because I, it doesn't seem that way, because it seemed like this, this this all this is kind of hastily put together. Yeah, they sort of, yeah. It's it's like, NXT UK's kind of lame duck session here. It is. Sad last days of NXT UK, and I don't think they're going to get like a proper send-off, so mm-hmm. that's, kind of a, that's kind of a drag. But we're going to talk about the latest results. We're, we're here all the way to the end of NXT UK. Yes. We're also going to be talking about on the episode more about the rebrand to NXT Europe. We're going to have your results and review highlights from Impact Wrestling from last night. Another good episode on the road to Bound for Glory mm-hmm. is next one. Yeah. Oh, Victory uh, Road's next Oh, that's in September. Yeah, they're already. I feel like they're already looking ahead to Bound for. They glory, are because though. the title shot uh, last night was for Bound for Glory. So I guess mm-hmm. Josh Alexander's not defending the title at Victory Road. Right, it seems like. I don't know they're going to have like a multi-man instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about MJF and when he might be coming back. And uh, but first, of course, yesterday. Oh my goodness gracious! We did a special video uh, to talk about reports from the Wrestling Observer and Fightful about some serious backstage heat between CM Punk and hangman Adam Page. In the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Dave Meltzer added some additional details. He says, right now there is a ton of backstage drama involving many of the top guys. It has gotten much worse in recent weeks. There's a part of me where I just think Tony Khan needs to sit everyone down and air everything out before it gets worse. The big thing that started all this is that Colt Cabana is not in the dark order with no angle and stopped being brought to television. He was going to be cut, but Khan signed him for Ring of Honor. This is really the catalyst of everything, although different people have different stories as to why it's happened, including Page and Punk. 
But even if that didn't happen, it was probably going to happen for something else, just given the nature of the different personalities involved. It feels like a number of people are close to their breaking point if things don't get settled. Uh, some background on the Colt Cabana aspect of this story. Back in July, Fightful Select reported that going back as far as March, there were some rumblings that AEW talent were upset about the possibility of Colt's contract not being renewed, and several AEW wrestlers went to bat for Colt as he's popular backstage. Fightful's report concluded, quote, sources indicated a Fightful that Colt Cabana is almost never at AEW TV, if at all, and hasn't been booked to compete in some time. Around mid-April, most believe that Cabana was re-signed as part of the Ring of Honor brand. He remains on AEW's roster page. So we can pause there and talk yeah. about that. So you mentioned the possibility that that uh, with Colt Cabana being a member of Dark Order, of course, Hangman, kind of being a member of Dark Order too, that you know they may have grown close. And that the Colt's relationship with Punk could have a part in all this. And, uh, you know... What Melser's saying here lends credence to that. It does, yeah. And, you know, man, when Punk first joined AEW, that was a big question mark, mm -hmm. you know, because they have very famously and publicly had a big falling out. Yep. There was, yep. you know, legal things yep. going on, lawsuits. Um, and so it was, I felt not really on us to speculate, oh, what is their relationship like yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. personal business between them. But at this point, when it seems to be affecting the actual on-screen product, it yeah. is not, you know, out of pocket. I think to speculate is yeah. that part of the issue. If Colt Cabana is and his presence there in AEW is part of the issue as to why there are fissures in the locker room, um, and CM Punk is, as Tony Khan has put it before, the plus Delta. You mm -hmm. know, his his golden boy. Yeah, um, is that. It's is 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 it's it's it seems kind of obvious that that might be at least part of it. Here. Yeah, mm -hmm. at least part of the whole thing. Um, of course, Colt's been with AEW not quite from the very beginning, but pretty darn close. Pretty close. Uh, to I, th beginning, I think yeah. once TV started up, um, mm -hmm. he joined and and yeah, he's wrestled some. My understanding is that he's also a producer backstage. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Fightful here mentions well liked. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people on Twitter have been talking today about the massive influence Colt Cabana has had on the independent wrestling world. Oh, uh, absolutely. Between his yeah. podcasts, uh, yeah. the way that he 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 grinded to make a living. He really showed, dude, he was he, the pioneer yeah, in terms he set the of it's like you, it. yeah. you can look at sort of him, you can look at the Young Bucks as well as like, okay, if you're an independent wrestler, he showed you can if you're creative enough, if you're savvy enough, and if you hustle enough. You don't need WWE. Mm -hmm. You don't need anybody else bigger. You can do it yourself mm -hmm. uh, in the independent ranks. I, we also like to consider him a friend of the show here. You yeah. know, we've interviewed yeah. him here before on Going in Raw, um, and we're, we're Twitch friends with him. Yep. Um, we've traded raids quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Just seems like a super solid guy. We, we really love Colt here. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the latest PW Torch VIP audio show, Wade Keller also confirmed the heat between Punk and Page. And uh, said that despite the fact that uh, Punk reportedly went into business for himself during his promo Wednesday night, there are some in AEW who think that this backstage beef can be turned into an angle. These transcripts come to you from WrestlingNews.co. Quote, somebody I talked to today said the wrestlers in general do not feel like it is beyond Tony Khan. Others do another work shoot type thing. And he just said that he didn't think that was the case here. But he said, just keep that in the back of your mind. 
that even if there is a beef, they might think, hey, let's amplify this. Let's turn this into a thing. And so he was sort of like, let's see how things play out once we understand why the Punk-Moxley match was put on early and, and all that. Let's see how this plays out because it might turn out like, yeah, there was something there. But when they extended and amplified it beyond the point of resolution because they thought it would be believable and create a buzz, uh, Keller continued, I can report that Tony Khan went into Punk's locker room and spent a decent amount of time with him one-on-one -on -one Wednesday afternoon. I can also report that Punk did not seem agitated or distracted or not his usual self right before Dynamite started. It didn't seem like anything was on his mind or that it was a stressful day or anything like that. He was totally going through the normal motions. So there's just a couple contextual things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tony Khan went to go to his locker room and hung out with him for a bit. Showed him PowerPoint presentation. That's what we were going to do. We were going to do a little... It's a uh, PowerPoint presentation on why CM Punk is plus Delta of AEW. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, listen, uh, hey, Punk, look, I know you're having a, a tough time right now. Let me show you these numbers right here. Uh, look, at this is you. And it's just like a gold star with Punk on it. <laughs> yeah, Punk's there tying his shoes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what we have here... Uh, these uh, you see these uh, these images little this is a pie graph. This is what's called the pie graph, and uh, look at this big chunk of pie right here. It's got your face on it. Cause this is how much you mean to me. <laughs> this pie graph is represented on my heart. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. And Tony gives him the, the huge side hug. Yeah, he um, gives him the side. <laughs> he buries his head in his chest. I know, huge side hug. Um, you know, it, it, there's countless times of wrestling history where. Uh, a, a, a shoot beef backstage led to an on-screen story. Oh yeah. Um, if if what's going on here is is so intense and so divisive that there's fissures in the locker room, probably not the best idea to put all that out on television <laughs> without <laughs> without coming to some resolution of the whole issue first. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, man. You gotta make you don't sure wanna, that things you don't want to expose all the issues. Everything warts and all out there without mm -hmm. first saying, all right, let's make an effort to resolve and set some boundaries mm -hmm. as far yeah. as what we're going to do this or if we're going to do this. Otherwise, it's 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 you're 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 fuel on the flame here. Yeah. And so you're poured salt on that wound and it's mm -hmm. probably only going to amplify whatever the issues are. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know, man, you're, you're sort of playing with fire there yes. and and it seems manipulative. Uh, at best, uh, darn right toxic at worst, you know, when you do that stuff. The, I mean, I don't know, man. The, the, wor the absolute worst is, the dirt worst, is when Hangman's not booked for a show and you have your champion come out, call him out, and then sit there waiting for him to come out. This dude that you spent two years building his story to become I know. champion I know. now looks like an asshole and it's like why and it's bad enough you haven't used Hangman Page in a real story since he yeah, lost yeah, the yeah. title. Yeah. And now he just looks like an asshole which was the apparently the whole idea that you know CM Punk wanted to do. That's what he wanted to make him look like an asshole because he knew he wasn't what was he going to do walk out there? Yeah. 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 Weird. I mean was that was that his attempt to confront Page about whatever he said rather than actually going up to him and talking to him? Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, like be, you tell if, me what you tell me what coward shit is. I know. You know, like you literally go out there knowing that a person can't respond mm -hmm. as opposed to walking up to him face to face. I don't yep. know. The whole thing just smacks of being a freaking whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bitch. So, I mean, hopefully, 
you know, hopefully, hopefully Tony Khan, I'm sure he's an avid uh, reader of the Wrestling Observer newsletter. He's, oh. he's reading this uh, issue and sees that Dave highly suggests that he steps <laughs> in and tries right. to moderate some resolution to this. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, now that Meltzer has said that, Tony Khan will actually consider it and oh, uh, great. Yeah. And, uh, and, and and try to work something out so uh, he doesn't have a divided locker room and uh, and we don't have to hear stories of, of all these backstage beasts that seemingly if a couple p- people just sit down and talk about it, could probably mm-hmm. be worked out. Yeah. Wasn't there another like billionaire we know of that enjoyed having uh, like a locker room and employees that thrived on confrontation and in uh, in competition and uh, and 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 chaos? Yeah. Yep. It's a brand new adventure. <laughs> Reskin Re- Vince McMahon. The Angie's list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Um, I did notice this, too, because I, I didn't notice in the notes, but I want to talk a little bit about this. Get your thoughts on it. Apparently, in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Meltzer said that the plan for All Out, the main event, mm-hmm. still is mm-hmm. Punk versus Moxley. So mm-hmm. we might get some sort of wonk finish, I guess, on the Dynamite. I'm not sure. I mean, look, I am still in the phase with AWR. I am totally willing to wait and see how it plays out, because if they are able to finagle this real life stuff into an angle cool i'm I'm willing to see how it plays out um still a really weird it you is. know you know thing to say hey we've got this great main event coming up at all out you know fifty dollars for a uh, pay-per-view buy and then like we're just gonna put it on free tv and then they do a wonk finish and then you do i don't know lights out or something at, in chicago i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know either i mean the the, the way it was presented that the change the main event have it happen on dynamite next week week was kind of a late call so maybe mm-hmm. since it was such a late call internally they haven't had a chance to change the main event for all out because they don't know what the change is going to be yet mm-hmm. if there is a change you know yeah yeah so, yeah yeah who knows so wait and see i mean look we're all going to be watching and he also mentioned uh or i think you mentioned here in the notes that the uh, oh no we're gonna talk about this here in just a moment actually we'll talk about it right now because a lot of people are saying hey what if they change the main event to Punk versus MJF for All Out that we're just two weeks away uh, and so we'll talk about MJF now because apparently in the latest Wrestling Wrestling Observer newsletter Dave Meltzer reported that MJF could be returning to AW shortly he said this MJF is currently scheduled to be returning somewhat soon we don't need know the exact time we're not Apollo Cruz we're not Precog. He didn't say that. No, he did. That was me. He says this. 
but the negotiations for a new TV deal will likely be taking place starting in just a few months and into the spring. So the TV ratings numbers probably September to whenever the deal is closed are the most important to date. So this recent drop is the worst time to have a drop. Sometimes the Nelsers run on sentences make me laugh. He, there's a lot in these every week. That's a lot of words that he puts together. <laughs> and so he strings these sentences together, moves right on. Yep. Yep. It's moves all stream right of consciousness. On. <laughs> One thought, thought starts with a, a capital letter, ends with a period. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, uh, I guess it makes sense now that Punk is back, bring MJF back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, oh, I, yeah. I wonder if, if one of the reasons uh, MJF had been off TV for so long is because Punk was off TV for so long. Mm-hmm. Maybe there yeah. were plans to do something more with MJF and Punk after Punk won the title. Um, but once Punk got hurt, maybe the idea was, well, this is assuming that Tony Khan and MJF managed to patch anything up yeah, you know, right, with yeah. their own uh, beef. Um, uh and then, you know, once Punk was out, it just kind of seemed like, all right, well, just act like, you you know, you we were kind of fired you, whatever, suspended you. There's no official word, but he was removed from a lot of the promotional stuff, taken off the the, the roster, all that all that business. Um, and then have you come back when Punk comes back? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have no idea, man. Um, yeah, somewhat soon. I mean, look, if he's if if he really cares about this TV deal, you don't do it before All Out. You wait till right after All Out. He always tries to make those uh, uh, uh-huh. uh, dynamites after pay per views because there's only four of them a year. Huge, huge deals, and he's usually really successful at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, usually those are the the, the premiere episodes of uh, of Dynamite. Those are the really good ones. Um, you know, have MJF return uh, September? What would it be sixth or seventh or whatever that Wednesday is? Yeah, be seventh. Um, Fifth, sixth, seventh, yeah. Day after, the day after my birthday, um. So yeah, that'd be uh that, that'd be smart. You yeah. get that TV deal coming. MJF, he's a big ratings draw guy. Oh yes. Oh, yes. So uh, so yeah, get that done. But yeah, I'm sort of curious how this is gonna play out. On Dynamite this week, we'll all be watching. Yeah. Probably crack a million. You gotta crack a million if you're doing Punk mocks for the title, right? You would hope so. And if not, yeah. then ooh. There's potentially larger issues at play with AEW. Um, no kidding. Let's let's talk more about NXT UK. So, of course, we reported on the changes coming to our beloved mm-hmm. NXT oh, UK. In short, it's going on hiatus um, and will eventually morph into NXT Europe. So, along with the news of change uh, came news of releases from NXT UK. And uh, after our news video dropped yesterday... Even more names were seemingly released by WB, among them Trent Seven. That's shocking. Yeah. Eddie Dennis, uh, Teo Man. Oh, Steve's favorites. Amir that Jordan. Hurt. That hurt. Dude, I don't, we're probably not going to see, because I think all of D Familia, they're out of the tournament now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Not going to, I don't, we don't, I'm not going to get like a send off D Familia. Nope. I don't think there's any send off. It's going to end in a whimper. They went out losing. Uh, Amir Jordan, Zaya Brookside, Sid Scala, and T-Bone have all also apparently been released. Oh, I'm fine with Sid Scala. Get rid of that guy. Uh, <laughs> so shortly after after news of the releases broke, Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer tweeted, quote, NXT UK shutting down as a brand after the name will be used uh, for the 9-4 show. 
but no more UK shows. They will open up a European branch sometime in 2023. It looks like people under contract either brought to the US or will be let go. And Dave didn't necessarily elaborate on any of that in the latest uh, newsletter, whether you know either you, you're getting sent to NXT Prime or getting released. Um, but he did state in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, quote, the fact so many were let go immediately let, led, led to skepticism regarding the relaunch with the idea they wouldn't cut so many people if they were planning on launching something in just a few months. And with the vagueness of the announcement of the of NXT Europe branch, the day it was acknowledged privately but not publicly by WB that the UK branch was shutting down. So the last TV show is going to be September 4th? That would That's uh, Worlds Collide. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, it's Worlds Collide. So it's probably two is, more episodes. Oh my god! So the last no. Harv just Harv here in chat. I think's got it right. The last episode will be the the tournament final. Oh yeah, man! Oh man! What a bummer! So uh, PW Decider has additional details on these changes. Reporting quote: It was stated by one source that they were shutting down the brand in order to access and strategize the best way to launch NXT Europe next year with staff centered there and the idea of touring the brand regionally. When the time is right, we were told the door is open for some of the release talents to be brought back down the line. But with the long hiatus ahead until the relaunch, it didn't make sense to keep everyone under contract. Most of the talents released have a 30 to 45 day window before they can work elsewhere beyond local independence. The PW Insider also adds that, quote, quite a few people have openly wondered whether yesterday's announcement could be step one to Triple H resurrecting the International Performance Center concept, potentially opening up satellite NXT companies in other countries. Um, I know we were we were chatting uh, via text last night when news of more releases uh, uh, started coming up, and and one of the things we kind of speculated on is whether, as PW Insider here is alluding to, whether uh, they decide to in the end release a lot of the talents um, rather than. Kind of like the Ring of Honor situation. Well, we don't know what the future holds. We don't want to keep everybody under contract. Uh, 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 so, or at least, yeah, so you can go out and work, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it seems like that that is totally within reason. And, you know, although I don't really want to speculate on, on who or what or whatever, but I do wonder if there were certain people who were like, you know what? I don't really like, you know, I'll just I'll just throw a name out there, Trent Seven. And I'm just using him because he's a little older. He's probably like, what, 38, 39 or something like that? He's early point. 40s. Is he early 40s already? OK. Um, but I don't know when you're years when old. you're he's 40. OK, when you're of a certain age, you're less likely to want to. And I don't know, maybe he wasn't given the opportunity. Maybe he would have jumped at it. But I'm just saying somebody who's of a certain age might not want to uproot everything to go with there with there's still some uncertainty um, regarding the whole thing. I mean, if they don't relaunch this until 2023 um, and who knows like when in 2023, yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could totally see <laughs> given what happened with the ring of honor, I could totally see, you know, Tony Khan in 30 to 45 days. Guess what? We've got a W UK. All these great stars that you knew and loved in another place is now here in a W UK. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I can see that happening. Oh man. Um so uh so yeah, the future is uncertain, I guess, for uh for NXT uh uh international, but uh you know, 
Who knows? Maybe next. Maybe this time next year, there's going to be a thriving. I like the idea, though. That was that was a, a, a profit here in the Wrestling Observer newsletter. That it would be a regionally touring brand, like they'd be touring yeah. all throughout. There's so many awesome venues mm-hmm. uh, all across Europe, man. Mm-hmm. And and you know if they're able to drum up the energy that a lot of these shows that we've heard about are seeing, like the Rev Pro show um, that we've seen, uh, you know that was on Elevation uh, uh, with Pack and whoever he was fighting. Um, you know if they can capture the energy that sort of built the British wrestling scene exactly. in the first place, exactly. you know, almost 10 years ago now. Exactly. Then, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do pretty well. I mean, if they just captured the energy of some of the early NXT UK tapings, because some of those crowds were absolutely electric. I know. I agree. Yeah. 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 When they were going around, I know it's, they, it really, it really got, the pandemic really killed. Mm-hmm. You know, once they say they were like, Hey, we're doing pandemic or I'm sorry. When the pandemic happened, we're going to BT sports arena it was just really sterile. And then after that, when they started bringing people in, they'd let 13 people in. Yeah. And uh, and because, you know, obviously and for good reason, mm-hmm. you know, but when so much, so much of wrestling in the first place depends on the energy of the crowd. But especially over there, man, those crowds were absolutely killer. They brought so much, so much to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, if they relaunch this in, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 months, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe they'll they'll not necessarily take inspiration. Well, here's another aspect, actually, uh, I wanted to run by you. Um, now we've seen them, WWE being them, backing away from this a little, a little bit, but with the relaunch of NXT with NXT 2.0, the emphasis was supposed to be not so much on signing indie names. I'm sure Triple H will keep signing names off the independent ranks, but also to develop more talent, you know, former collegiate athletes, uh, uh in-house and not rely so much on signing people who had already kind of made a name for themselves in independence. I wonder if part of this relaunch might be adopting somewhat of a similar philosophy in Europe. Well, where, yeah, we'll sign some of the, uh, of the hotter independent names, but also we want a strong presence here to develop talent from the ground up. Man, I would be kind of surprised because triple H has so thoroughly, um, he has number one. He never stopped doing that. They didn't really. They they were not really doing that in UK. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah, were bringing yeah, yeah. like a, a male. Even the last like batch of, of wrestlers had been from the independent circuits in in, in mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. OTT, et cetera, et cetera. And Triple H has. If there's one thing he's established, he's doing shit his way. Oh yeah. And so I'm sure he will continue to, as they did even under him, they'll continue to scout. For uh, for athletes, they can they can sort of bring up in house, but I think that you know from from uh, uh, what we saw during his time in NXT, he's going to want to compete with AEW for those good independent names, those people who know how to craft a brand for themselves. Because that's the sort of he—he's obviously going to what he knows. Yeah, and you know? I, I didn't mean to seem to, to to indicate that he was going to stop doing that, but you know, I, I don't really recall a whole lot of names being signed to the the UK PC who hadn't had a, a good amount of wrestling experience outside of WWE to begin with. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess maybe Rich Holland, but I don't know if he mm-hmm. had, if he had wrestled some after his rugby rugby career had finished up. I don't know. Um, but even it seems even with 
Triple H come back in, yeah, he's going to sign more independent names, but I don't know if he's entirely given up on the idea of, of these NIL deals and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the remember the reports of the, uh, what was it, like the SummerSlam tryouts? Yeah, we're, we're kind of a mess, yeah. And I'm, pre- and I'm pretty sure Meltzer had speculated that the NIL thing was probably on its last legs. Mm. Um, and so I don't know, man. I think Triple H is probably looking out there, and he oh, sees yeah. guys that that he likes, like Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, all all of the, the 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 Triple H guys. You know, they all built careers, and I just feel like we're going to be looking at. I think it, I think what he is doing is a total rebuke of of Vince, Vince McMahon's and John Laurinaitis's philosophy. But you know, that being said, who knows what he learned from that? Maybe he thinks. Maybe maybe he learned something valuable there, but something tells me, you know, Kevin Nash recently said, I think it was an absolute, it was devastating what they did to mm-hmm. NXT and mm-hmm. Triple H's absence, and it it seems to be proving that point out right now. He is just rebuilding his old his old brand again on main yeah. roster, doing what he wants to do. I think it's a, I think it's a good question, and maybe maybe we'll see some of that, but I don't know, man. I think this dude's going to be going after people who have built their brands up and uh, and he's going to be taking them and, and just making them even better. That was that was what made NXT so good in the first oh, place. He was definitely. bringing in those independent names and then just, you know, fine-tuning them and making them even better. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk NXT UK. These are this is our, our on uh, yesterday was one of the last, I don't know, handful of episodes left, two or three, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, title tournament for the NXT Championship course vacated by Ilya Dragunov. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, yeah it continued. We know, we know who won the we day. We know who wins, though. So it kind of sucks the drama out of it. But Hey, yeah, at, least, at a, least there's good matches. Bummer. So. What a bummer. Yeah, they're good, they're good matches. That's the thing about NXT UK. There's always good matches. Yep. Uh, show opened up with Joe Coffey taking on Mark Andrews' tournament match. Uh, they both had promos before the bout. Joe Coffey says, I'm back. Go straight into this title tournament. And how good would NXT UK look with both Gallus boys or two Gallus boys on top? You know, Mark Andrews is like one of the biggest. Like, why did they? Why did they not bring this guy to the U? Why didn't I not throw I like a lot of money at this guy? Mark Andrews is a phenomenal he is wrestler. Really good. He is really good. And I couldn't imagine matches with Nathan Frazier, Carmelo Hayes, um, all sorts of dudes over there on main roster and in NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that that one that one legitimately boggles my mind. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Mark Andrews didn't win. Joe Coffey did. Discus yeah. clothesline to get the W. Afterwards, he has a bit of a promo backstage. He's singing a little song to himself about uh, Gallus on top. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "My first match back off after a long layoff." Uh, it says, at "The end of this tournament. There's only going to be one man left standing. It's my kingdom. Gallus boys on top." Gallus boys on top. Walks nah, off nah, sing, nah, nah, nah. singing that song to himself again. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. After that, we had Amel versus Nina Samuels. Again, Nina Samuels is like the second one on the list of like, really? Really? Like her whole gimmick is like seemingly perfect for main roster. Oh, perfect. Perfect for it. I mean, they love talk uh, shows. That's the whole thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. They love yeah. talk she's shows. A, that's her gimmick. She's an impromptu talk show. Yeah. Amel wins with a hope breaker here. Uh, after that, we had Oliver Carter exiting the trainer's room. Uh, says his knee is all good. Then Trent Seven steps in. He says, is it? That looks like a heavily wrapped knee. That could cause some discomfort. So just give me a bye. I love these leans in and goes, say it, say yeah, it, say it, say it, give me a bye. And Carter says, the last time I faced you, we made you former tag team titles. And, uh, and Trent says, that was also the most pivotal moment in my career because NXT finally got to see the real Trent seven and the real Trent seven is going to break your leg. <laughs> and I love, he turns to the camera and like talks to the camera mm-hmm. as he's talking to Oliver. God, I, I'm going to miss him. Yeah, no, Trent's so good. I can't uh, wait for his debut on AEW UK. Oh, it's going to be great. Maybe he'll win the championship there. Ilya Dragunov yeah. had a promo next, and he's just talking about uh, who's going to take the title, uh, whoever wins this tournament. He says, I'm curious who will take my place as champion, but pay attention to the wording. Notice my the adjective. Place. place. Yeah. Look at the adjective. Place. Uh, he says, whoever it is better sleep well and fight hard because the second I'm back, I'll throw my entire existence in front of you. Whoa. My entire ex- that, that dude has got such a way with words. I know. He he's does. so good. God damn it, he's so good. Uh, after that, we had uh, Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward from Chase U. Crowd loves Chase U. Take it on Eddie Dennis. This is a terrible team. Yeah, Eddie Dennis and Saxon Huxley. Uh, Eddie Dennis, so at one point, tags himself in. Starts getting in Saxon's face about, I'm the star here. And then Hugsley just walks out. Yeah. Dennis looks for a finish. Bodie backdrops him, tags in Chase. They hit their finisher for the win. Oh, their that finish, finish is great. Is great. That it's a beautiful flipping finisher. Flipping flatliner yeah. deal. It's so good. It's rad. So then Huxley gets back in the ring. Eddie starts giving him shit. And then Huxley hits him with a sit-down choke bomb. Chest bumps Bodie. It seems like, assuming NXT UK had continued, that Saxon Huxley could have been Chase U. Is this the sad last days of Eddie Dennis? Like, is this the last we've seen of Eddie Dennis? It could be. It could be. Oh, my gosh. All these matches. Like, I don't know if this is going to be their last match that we've seen of these people. Or at least there was no Shaw Samuels yeah. this week. I know. I know. Noam Dar mentioned him in this video package, which happened next. Mm-hmm. This is a good video package. It was. Yeah, hyping Mark, up the Mark Heritage Cup cursed. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a good video package. But Noam Dar is more like, I'm not worried about Shaw Samuels right now. I'm worried about getting that Heritage Cup back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Kenny Williams, a cockroach, versus Tyler. Tyler Bate, Bert, 
Uh, Kenny had a promo first. He says, Tyler gets opportunity after opportunity, but he always finishes last. He says, I think it's time for a scumbag like me to finish first. And then Tyler has a promo. Bert says, tonight I move one step closer to becoming the first two-time champion, and I'm going to crush Trent Seven's dreams in the process. And, uh, of course, it's a terrific match because it's Tyler Bate, and he yep. can do no wrong. Yep. Uh, he gets the win with a Tyler Driver 97. Yeah, it was move a fun on. match. Yeah, it was a really fun match. It was a fun bout. Uh, we also had Impact Wrestling last night. Building Holy towards bout. What? Talk about some fun matches. That yeah. opener was killer. Yeah, was really oh, my good. God. I mean, Mike Bailey, uh, strength in his yeah. case, his wrestler of the year, had an awesome match against Chris Bay. That finish, that finishing sequence was fantastic. Nobody has put on as many and as consistently great matches as Speedball Mike Bailey this year. Yeah. 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 And if he's doing stuff. these impact tapings, he's probably doing five of them the span of three days, you know? I know. I know. But this opener was absolutely yeah, killer. Was Black really Taru's versus Laredo Kid versus Ray Horus versus Trey Miguel. And these dudes were just Black Taurus was just basically like a what do they call it? The base, I guess. Yeah. For like people just spinning all over himself oh, and stuff. Great. Oh god damn it, this great. was good. It was so good. Yeah. It was such an awesome, awesome bout. Uh Taurus gets the win here, hits Laredo Kid. With uh, they changed the name of it and I forgot what it was, but it's a driver of some sort to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really awesome. Yeah, crowd. crazy. Steve was on commentary. Yeah, and told us what it was, but I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, it's what's destination uh, hell something? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what I think it was. Destination hell. I think. Oh, I mean, that's what it was. Uh, after that, we had a uh, Zicky Dice and Johnny Swinger watching Killer Kelly's win uh, from last week from her debut. Uh, Zicky wants to invite her to the dungeon. Tasha Steele steps in, says, "Oh, if you're impressed by Killer Kelly, you must have never seen one of my matches." And Zicky's like, I-, "I haven't, but I heard they're really good." And then Killer Kelly steps in, and Tasha says, "Oh, I was just admiring your debut, but understand this: I keep my eye on every woman in here." And Killer Kelly says, "I don't take anything personally." She says, "For me, it's just a fun little game, but if Tasha ke- uh, is keeping an eye on me." Just uh, keep an eye. I'm going to keep an eye on you. And then Savannah uh, Evans steps in front of Kelly, and Kelly just sort of laughs and says, um, "She says I can remove you either now or in the ring. How about tonight?" And so that challenge is accepted. And that match happens a little bit later. Killer Kelly is fucking fantastic. Yeah. though. her whole presentation is just outstanding. I think this is what NXT wants Jordan Devlin's deal to be. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And Killer Kelly does it so yep. perfectly, yep. and with with minimal talking, yep. it's all just like presentation and her presence and body language and yep. performance. Yep, it's phenomenal. Man. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, next, we're backstage again. Rich Swan chatting up Josh Alexander. Uh, Josh says, "I can't say I'm rooting for anybody to win this main event tonight, but Rich, I'd love to face you at Bound for Glory." Um, but if you win tonight, you will be in for the fight of your life. So Vincent steps in and says to Josh, Impact keeps you know, uh, uh, making you run the race without giving you any rest. So look at it this way. The winds are blowing with honor no more right now. We want an emergence. We get our tag title <laughs> shot. And after tonight, Ed Edwards be number one contender. You've had a good run, but that luck is about to run out. You know, you have to give honor no more some points for persistence. I guess. You know, I mean, there's an amount of perseverance there. They have to they, they have to contend with Heath being oddly the most effective faction hunter we may have ever seen um, because he really does sort of get under their skin far more than he probably should. In fact, yeah, yeah. that match, we had a match up next. Kenny King versus Heath. 
he gets the win with a win. I was like, oh, man, Kenny King's got like four or five other people on his side. None of them were out there. No. But it's like that's the whole point of being in a faction. Yeah, you got all no. these people on your side. Heath is one man. He doesn't even have Rhino anymore. Nope. <laughs> and Heath gets the win here clean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then Honor No More comes to the ring yeah. after the match is over. Uh, they start uh, beating down Heath. Uh, Bennett is about to hit uh, Heath with a form, and Edward stops him and then says to PCO, take him out. Yeah. And then PCO is just kind of like, do it, just be in PCO, but not necessarily <laughs> hitting, hitting uh, Heath. But that allows Heath to escape. He hits Bennett with a wake-up call and leaves through the crowd. That was hilarious because, yeah, Ed Edwards kept on just yelling at PCO. PCO, like you said, just being confused Frankenstein. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, who's Heath? And, I, don't, and yeah. I don't know. Point <laughs> me in the direction of Heath, Heath please. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Heath just out of nowhere hits Mike Bennett with a wake-up call yeah. and fault. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, God, nobody trying, noticed it. They're trying like hell, like hell. Yeah. To make it seem like there should be some division there. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's just PCO, his character. He's, just, he's perpetually confused. Yeah, he has like a robot character. brain or whatever. It's like a reanimated brain. Yeah, that's his character. What do you expect? <laughs> Gosh. Um, oh, man. After that, we had a Triforce promo. Chris Saban says that emergence was not a good night for them. They all lost. They all lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, but... Kushida and I lost because there was three of Violent by Design and only two of us. But next week, that's going to change because it could be a three-on-three match. I, yes, Alex Shelley is going to be with him. So Shelley dubs Kushida best wrestler. Saban, yeah. most underrated wrestler. And says, Violent by Design, you're going to find out firsthand. And then redubs them all. They're not Triforce anymore. They're Time Machine, which makes sense. Which you get makes time a splatters, lot of sense. Motor City Machine Guns makes Time Machine. I wonder if they were like, hey, let's be Triforce, and then they realize, oh, man, we're like three episodes deep into the taping. We can't change it now. Why don't we call ourselves Time Machine? It makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. I like that, yeah, Saban gave an excuse for why they lost, but he didn't give one to Alex Shelley. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you had a great match. It was phenomenal, but you lost. We lost, too, but, I mean, come on. It's because it was, it was, it was two on three. On two, maybe, yeah. You just lost because you were worse than the other guy. <laughs> Um, next, we have Honor No More complaining backstage about why they're why they're garbage. They're owning up. This is a, a weekly segment of them just complaining about them being garbage. Yeah, and so uh, Bennett says, "Well, Gallows is hurt. Who knows? We'll get our tag titles. Let's go talk to Scott." So Taven, Bennett, Maria go leave to go talk to Scott. And <laughs> as they're leaving, you see uh, uh, Ed Edwards like walk up the PCO, but then they cut away, so we don't know what happens. <laughs> I know what happens. He yelled at him and said he didn't trust him. And then PCO That's just what... did this. <laughs> Which is what he always does. That's all he does. That's he all goes... he does. <laughs> That's all he does. Ever. So then David, Maria, and Mike Bennett walk up to Scott Demore. And David <laughs> is like, all right, we got off on the wrong foot. Blah, blah, blah. When's our title shot? <laughs> and Scott Demore says, well, Doc says uh, Doc Gallows is out for a couple weeks. And Maria says, well, you're just delaying the inevitable. She says, I've known Bullet Club for a long time, and I think they're too lazy to face us. Uh, we got no time for laziness. Just make it a handicap match. Bennett and Taven versus Carl Anderson for the tag titles. And Scott DeMar says, well, that sounds like unfair odds. That doesn't surprise me coming from Aaron DeMar. It seems like with you, there's always unfair odds. So how about this? Next week, 
Bennett versus Carl Anderson. If Carl Anderson wins, Maria, you're banned from ringside for the tag title. <laughs> and they're pissed off about that now, too. What's PCO oh, still my. doing? <laughs> oh god damn it that's funny after that we had savannah evans versus killer kelly killer kelly's theme song is so good too it is good it's so it's like someone of a david lynch movie it's just unsettling yeah oh god it's so good it is really good yeah so anyway she wins with a killer clutch um uh savannah tries to uh get to the rope but she taps out and and it's great because the whole time like tasha Steeles is there at ringside, just looking thoroughly unsettled yeah. by what's happening yeah. to her heater. Um, but uh, yeah, that was good stuff. After that, I li- I like this stuff too. Rosemary, oh, is with Ty. Rosemary and, was great in this. Oh, I know she was really good in this. Um, with Ty and Havoc backstage, she says, uh, "You know what? I was worried about us going into emergence without being ready, and now look at we lost the title." She says, "We need to regroup." She says, "We need time." She says, "We have nothing to lose now." And we need to recapture those tag titles when we're ready. When we're ready. And Havoc says, oh, the time is next week. I talked to Impact Management. I'm making my debut match next week. because Jess- Now it's Jessica Havoc. It's not Havoc. It's Jessica. Um, she says, I've got my debut match next week. And Rosemary's like, wait a second. We just said we need time to get you ready. She said, okay, listen, Ty, you need to go away because you're distracting. We're going to get you ready, Jessica. Just listen to us. Uh, I got some breaking news uh, confirmed. Via Shawn Michaels on Twitter, uh, I guess due to injury, cute. Zoe and Nikita sexy. will not be competing in the tag title tournament. Instead, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane will take their place. Toxic attraction. Toxic What's PCO's attraction. reaction to that, dude? What's PCO's reaction? <laughs> <laughs> he just stands there and tries to roll his eyes in the back of his head. That's all he does. Yeah, that's it. That's all he does ever. <laughs> what they expect from PCO? I don't know. He's got like half a brain. Uh, after that, we had a Jordan Grace interview. Uh, she uh, talked about uh, getting the, what they call a death warrant, whatever they call, when Masha mm. hands a picture with the X through it. I've got the death warrant on five systems. Thank you. Um, and Jordan says, I didn't win this title to hide from competition. I want to defend it against anyone. And right now, Masha is at the top of that list. Um, and she's asked about uh, her match against Mia, but Mia not shaking her hand. Um, she says, you know, hey, Mia, after that match, has all my respect. Deanna and Chelsea step in. Uh, they say maybe Mia didn't shake Jordan's hand because no one likes her. She's the least liked person in Impact. And Jordan says, maybe I don't need a friend, but I'll take you, uh, both of you on myself. And then mm-hmm. Mia steps in and says, hey, no one, put words in my mouth. Uh, we, Jordan and I may not see eye to eye, but I'll stand by her and challenge you to maybe, hey, make it for the tag titles. Yeah, and then they do the. She says, "By the way, I still owe you a handshake." Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm sorry. Impact Brands their their knockouts division is so well thought out. Like, dude, think about this. They got Masha Slamovich. The per like they have done her so perfect. They have nailed her mm-hmm. so perfect with mm-hmm. the fucking death warrants and all that shit. Killer Kelly, Mia Yim, when she came in and they had the, the Jabberwockies entrance. Oh, yeah. It's all so, so well it's so done. Good. So good. Yeah. Um, next, we had Chris Bay versus Mike Bailey. I I didn't take a whole lot of notes because I was in awe of what they were doing, especially that uh, end sequence, which led to, uh, led to Bailey hitting Ultimo Weapon. This match is so good. Go out of your way. Go watch Outstanding. it. Outstanding stuff. It's so good. Outsta- yeah. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, really, it's really something else, man. Impact. Dude, Impact's... 
I don't know what they need. They need to get like on a better channel or something. I don't know what the deal is, but it's it's actually these days it's really good. It's I mean I've been saying this for a while. It's the most consistent show. It is, yeah. In wrestling, it is, yeah. yeah. It may not reach the highs that some of the other uh, promotions uh, do, but they definitely don't get near the lows. It's just a really consistent, enjoyable show. It is. It is. But like. The quality has been noticeably oh, better yeah, yeah. lately. Like they have found such a good group. Like there was a span of time when it was like, um, who's who's their champion? Like Rich Swan was a decent champion. Like Kenny had the title, Christian mm-hmm. had the title, and it's like okay, so now that Josh Alexander, who's firmly an Impact guy, yeah, and he is so legitimately like an unbeatable guy. Mm-hmm. They are on, they are in another level right now. Yeah, like they've got every division is figured out except for like the tag division is like kind of whatever right now. I mean, it's just it's been locked up in this Good Brothers Honor No More thing forever. But once that's right, resolved, yeah. I think it'll be you know the the division will open up a lot more. Um, because that was always kind of the knock on Impact is like all the divisions are great except the main event seems a little little weak. Right, and you're right. Else, now that Josh Alexander yeah. is really being booked as the guy, yeah, the guy they're they're building the main event scene around. Um, you know, and now he's taken out a bunch of people from Impact's past, mm-hmm. defending the title against them. It's 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 been pretty solid. It's yeah, pretty solid, man. But of course, now he's going to be in a thing with Honor No More <laughs> because so that last uh, six months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so after that, before we got to our main event here, Brian Myers is backstage. He's approached by Gujar, and Myers says, "Hey, man, uh, great match and everything, but now you're at the back of the line." And Gujar is pissed. He says, you pissed me off, and it's far from over. And he shoves him against the wall, and Myers tries to punch him, and Gujar just catches the punch. Does yeah. the old Superman 2 thing. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yep. Uh, then we got our main event, a uh, six-way elimination match. So you got Ed Edwards, yeah. Yeah. Versus Steve Macklin, versus Moose, versus Rich Swan, versus Sammy Callahan, versus Bandito. Uh, Sammy Callahan is the first one eliminated after Moose hits him with a spear, but pretty much as soon as Moose... Gets up from the cover. Macklin rolls him up. Macklin. Moose is eliminated. Uh, and then uh, Bandito eliminates Macklin after that 21-plex. That's such a cool move. It, oh, man, it is, yeah. Um, and then Rich Swan hits Bandito with the Phoenix Splash. Ed Edwards, yeah, yeah, tags himself in, sends Rich into the ring post, and then hits Bandito with a Boston knee party. Covers Bandito, eliminated. So final two, Ed Edwards, yeah, yeah. Rich Swan. So uh, this this bit kind of make a whole lot of sense. So Ed Edwards goes and gets a kendo stick from under the ring. So Swan is trying to reach out and grab him, pull, bring him back in the ring, and yet the ref is trying to hold Rich Swan back. Yeah, he was he was getting grabby. Um, and so in theory, what was supposed to happen here is the ref's back was turned, holding Swan back. Therefore, Ed Edwards could hit Rich Swan with the kendo stick. Two problems with with this: one, peripheral vision; two, the unmistakable sound of someone getting hit with the kendo stick. <laughs> Yeah, and the ref wondering why Rich Swan is completely laid out. Yes, yes. Yeah. Anyways, Ed Edwards covers. Swan kicks out. Uh, then Ed Edwards hits Boston D party. Swan kicks out of that. Diehard driver to get the win. He's going to face Josh Alexander at Bound for Glory. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Uh, we got a SmackDown preview already noted. Uh, the news about toxic attraction taking the place of Nikita Cron- Lone, uh, uh, Cronus Lions, and oh, uh, you and got more Stark. Ooh, and they actually filled it out. Oh, it hasn't made this way there. So uh, this is what we got. 
Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre face to face. That's in the notes, and then uh, also added. Oh, they're actually branding it as SmackDown 1200. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, twelve hundredth episode. Yeah, uh, and Italian Sonya Deville to face Toxic Attraction. Toxic Attraction. And women's Tag Title Tournament. Gunther's next challenge will be determined in Fatal Five Ways. So there's Ricochet, Moss, Sheamus. Uh, Sheamus is in the very center, so he'll he'll probably win. Imagine we get mm-hmm. Sheamus and and Volter at Clash of the Castle. Hey, you know who the front and center guy was in our G one predictions video. Okada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Corbin and then Sami Zayn and then Viking Raiders pay their respects to the New Day with a Viking funeral. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, we're going to do a silly segment here. Viking funeral. We got a couple questions. I put up a questions thread because I didn't know. I know these episodes usually go long because of uh, the impact reviews and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I figured wouldn't hurt. See if somebody uh, asked a question here. Yeah. Got a couple minutes. We could do that. It's a Friday. Sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, here we go. We got 10 questions. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rotunda man says, do you think that the backstage atmosphere in AEW is always this bad and it's just been overshadowed by WWE's problems? Or do you think the issues are fairly recent? I mean, if if Meltzer is to be believed, it seems to stem from Cole Cabana being... Uh, At least this instance, yeah. 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 But I don't know, man. I mean... You know, there was always reports of, you know, the, 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 what was it? The Young Bucks emails with Cody or whatever that stuff was. What was that? It was like, oh, what was, was that? Was all about, was that about nobody liking Cody? Or is this something Or else? them, them being on the, on, yeah, it was, it was something about them not being on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Cody. And there were emails involved. I forget what it was. Um, I don't know, man. When you bring together a bunch of creative people, and especially AEW, which, you know, one of their goals is to offer up a variety of styles. Yeah. And and storytelling philosophies. I mean, I, I believe that's why. And he seemed to allude to it. That's why Cody left, because, you know, the storytelling apparatus there wasn't to his liking. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to get conflict like that. And then you bring in, you know, you bring in these big money players like CM Punk and uh, and. It's a recipe for for you know potential for some fishers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Curse knows? of the Moon uh, uh, asks here. Okada has pretty much done everything he can in New Japan. Can you see him jump into the U.S. a U.S. promotion? And which promotion would you like to see him in? I would love to see what Triple H would do with Okada in WWE now. I would love to see that. I think yeah, just I think the, cool. the only thing he hasn't done is broken. I think Tanahashi still has a record for most uh, title reigns. I don't know if that. I don't know if this would happen. Um, but after seeing Kenta's book tour, I kind of want to see Kenta give another go in WWE. But I don't know if he had a good time there, even under Triple H. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was hurt so much. He was hurt a lot. Yeah. So Okada has five reigns with the IW. I mean, I I don't know if this includes. Uh, the new belt, though. Uh, Okada has mm. five reigns, and Tanahashi has eight. I mean, yeah. Okada has most defensives, most combined days as champion. Mm-hmm. But that's about the only thing that uh, that Okada hasn't accomplished yet. Uh, let's see here. Fatboy95 Mario says, under Triple H, what seems like the most likely Mania main event? I still think it's Roman Reigns versus The Rock. Yeah, I don't think that's changed. 
I mean, The Rock was probably Rock, Mankind, you know, at least early on were Triple H's top feuds back in the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. That uh, that SmackDown segment from years ago when him and The Rock had a face-to-face backstage is something like 19 million viewers or something on, yeah. on Well, WWE apparently YouTube. when when we were at Mania 31, they had that extended bit in ring when Ronda made her debut. That was apparently yeah. supposed to lead to Triple H versus The Rock the next year at Mania. Oh, shit. I don't remember that. That's funny. I yeah, just read man. about that recently. Oh, I think I think I think totally Triple H. I think Triple H loves The Rock, and I think he understands that Rock versus Roman. That's got to be the match. Yeah, if I mean, they if, if they can get it done. Yeah, yeah. The the top money match they have potentially is is Rock Roman for sure. Hmm. Uh, Tristan says, "How do you see AEW turning the shoot uh, <clears throat> with CM Punk and Hangman thing into a storyline?" So, do you think they they try to loop in Hangman at some point? Given that it seemed to be like a hangman punk thing, I mean, in all honesty, if it's so bad that there, I mean, I mentioned earlier, if it's so bad, there's actually divisions in the locker room. Then don't don't make it a story. Deal with the issue. Don't exploit yeah, right. it for storylines. Yeah, you want like a Scott Steiner, Ric Flair situation here? Because it, if if it, if it continues on TV as a storyline without you know any indication that it's been worked out, it's gonna be it's gonna be awkward to watch. Mm-hmm. Because all I'm going to think is when anybody drops promos on each other, it's like, oh, that's going to piss them off. They're going to well, be upset also, about that. Also, they don't script their shit. They just like he yeah. just says, go out there and do whatever. So it's exactly. just going to be it's going to be awkward. It's like presentation wise. Are you done talking? You're yeah. only here because you, you needed money. It's just, it's, it's it, when that shit just gets awkward. Just two people staring at each other. I know. Yep. And that's just not it's not good. It's not compelling. No, it just comes off as amateur hour. Uh, Harv just Harv here asks does Rock Roman match at Mania need to be for the titles at this point Roman needs to have the titles he needs yeah. to have the titles yeah yeah I agree I agree yeah that's what really reinforces his case of being head of the table Jorge says I want to see Tony Khan give Okada a side hug what would uh, what would uh, if Tony Khan gave Okada a side hug what would PCO's reaction be That's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.